told about the birth of my son. What I learned from my ugly nose was true times a million. The details of my life were and would always be considered public property. Some of what you may have read about me is accurate. My father did hire a snow machine for Christmas. Some false. I didn't live in that enormous house until I was 17. And some exaggerated. I wasn't disinherited. But all the while, the life I was living was much more than that. I lived in fear of my own dog collection. I let a bad boyfriend spend my 90210 salary. I planned a fairy tale wedding to the wrong man. I begged casting directors to forget that Donna Martin ever existed. I was working hard and shopping like crazy. I was falling in love and getting hurt. My life has been funnier and sadder and richer and poorer than any of the magazines know. Public opinion dies hard. To this day, I still look in the mirror and hate my nose. Still, everyone else has been telling stories about me for decades now. It's about time I told a few of my own. X marks the spot. Here's the part of my story where I'm supposed to say, sure, my family had lots of money, but I had a normal childhood just like everyone else. Yeah, I could say that, but I'd be lying. My childhood was really weird. Not better or worse than anyone else's childhood, but definitely different. Part of it was the whole holiday thing. My parents liked to make a spectacle and the press ate it up. Like I said, it's true that my father got snow for our backyard one Christmas. But that's only half the story. If anyone's counting, he actually did it twice. The first time was when I was five. My father told our family friend, Aunt Kay, that he wanted me to have a white Christmas. She did some research, made a few calls, and at 6 a.m. on Christmas Day, a truck from Barrington Ice in Brentwood pulled up to our house. My dad, Aunt Kay, and a security guard dragged garbage bags holding eight tons of ice into the back where there was plastic covering a 15-foot square patch of the yard. They spread the snow out over the plastic, Dad with a pipe hanging from his mouth. To complete the illusion, they added a styrofoam snowman that my father had ordered up from the props department at his studio. It was 80 degrees out, but they dressed me up in a ski jacket and hat and brought me out into the yard, exclaiming, Oh, look, it snowed! In all of Los Angeles, it snowed right here in your backyard. Aren't you a lucky girl? I'm sure that little white patch was as amazing to a five-year-old as seeing a sandbox for the first time. But my parents didn't stop there. Five years later, they were thinking bigger. And technology was, too. This time, again with Aunt Kay's guidance, my dad hired a snow machine to blow out so much powder that it not only filled the tennis court, it created a sledding hill at one end of the court. I was ten, and my brother Randy was five. They dressed us in full-on snowsuits. The outfits were for the photos, of course. It was a typical 85 degrees out. According to Aunt Kay, the sledding hill lasted three days and everyone came to see the snow in Beverly Hills. Robert Wagner, Mel Brooks, not that I noticed or cared. Randy and I spent Christmas running up the hill and zooming down in red plastic saucer sleds. Even our dogs got to slide down the hill. It was a pretty spectacular day for an L.A. girl. My parents didn't get the concept of having me grow up like other kids. 
When I was about eight, my class took a field trip to my dad's studio. It was a fun day. My father showed us around and had some surprises planned, such as a stuntman breaking glass over some kid's head. But then, at the end of the day, the whole class stood for a photo. My father and I were in the back row, and just before the shutter clicked, he picked me up and held me high above the class. My face in the photo says it all. I was beyond embarrassed that my dad was lifting me up like that. I just wanted to fit in. When I complained to him, he said, but you couldn't be seen. He just didn't get it. And then there were the birthday parties. The setting was always the backyard of our house on the corner of Mapleton and Sunset Boulevard in Homeby Hills, a fancy area on the west side of Los Angeles. It was a very large house, though not the gigantic manor where everyone thinks I grew up, maybe 10,000 square feet. It was designed by the noted L.A. architect Paul Williams, whose many public buildings include the famous Beverly Hills Hotel.